welcome back. It's the Ways to Flourish podcast where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. I'm Lindsay Heck. And I'm Jenny Heldendaller. And today we're joined by Becky Vick. Becky is the health and wellness manager of Aramark, new on campus. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We are so excited about this update to our campus and new folks coming into our halls. So how's everything going? Yeah, everything is going really, really well so far. Um, I've already been chatting with some students. Um, we have a really great staff coming on board with us, and our whole team's just super excited to get the school year started. That's wonderful. So tell us about your journey in dietetics. How did you end up here on campus with us? Yeah, so I got my undergraduate and graduate degrees from Virginia Tech in nutrition and dietetics. Um, kind of my love generally for dietetics stemmed from loving science and loving food. From there, in order to become a registered dietitian, you have to complete an internship component. For my master's program, the internship was integrated into that. So I actually did three different rotations as part of my internship. I worked in um, community nutrition and then food service and then I finished out in clinical. There was a really heavy focus on the clinical dietetics aspect and I learned so much. Those dietitians really do a lot. Um, you learn everything from how to do one-on-one counseling um, to doing like really fun, you know, tube feeding calculations. So you get a little bit of everything. But kind of in that, what I really fell in love with was working one-on-one with people and just kind of having that nutrition counseling aspect and working in how to make sustainable changes and looking at different components of wellness and how to really connect with people from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And a question that I ask every time we have someone new um, from dining or who is interested in nutrition come on here is what is the difference between someone who is a dietitian versus someone who's a nutritionist? Yeah, there's definitely a difference in terms of kind of the background and the accreditation process. One thing that I really love about being in the restaurant dietitian space is that you have to always submit continuing education credits every year. So there's really that emphasis on keeping up with what is the newest evidence-based research out there, what are the newest best practices. It's also about doing your own research and seeing kind of like what you fall in line with and what kind of is available to you as well. And so what's out there right now in the dietitian world that you're feeling really passionate about? That's a really great question. Kind of what I'm passionate about right now is the idea of balanced eating and mindful eating. There's no moral code to food. You know, let's not assign foods as bad. Let's not assign food as good. Let's side food is fuel and kind of working on making balanced meals. You know, it's not cutting out what your favorite comfort foods are, but it's kind of looking at how do I need to best fuel my body, fuel my mind, but then at the same time, like not stray away from things that you love. When I say mindful eating, I think that especially like on a college campus, the environment can be really hectic, really stressful. I think that mindful eating is just about slowing down, listening to your body and enjoying the process of eating, like really taking your time to eat you know don't just grab and go like sit down and think about what you're having um there's definitely a point in my college experience where I read online you should take up to maybe 20 minutes to eat and I was like I grab something and run to my next class I don't take that much time um, but then I realized that you miss so much in doing that and you know your body's hormones need time to catch up with what you're eating and so it's just really important to kind of slow down and really think about what you're enjoying I haven't heard that before, that your your hormones need to catch up 
with what you're eating. Yeah, there's actually some research out there that kind of limits stress eating as well. Because I know sometimes we can all relate to, you know, you're studying for a late night exam. There's the bag of pretzels next to you and you're just eating mm, a ton of them. Those honey mustard yes. bites. Mm, pretzel pieces. <laughs> and those highly palatable, like salty foods. They're so good. But, you know, if you kind of just slow down and you're like, I'm going to enjoy these, like, you know, couple of my handful of them, then you really enjoy those couple instead of eating through the whole box. And it's kind of about recognizing your body's cues and stopping when you're full. And you don't give your body time to say that when you're like rushing and just kind of taking what you can get and running with it. Holding the bag up, keeping (laughs) it in. I always get made fun of by my friends because I'm like always the slowest eater, but I'm glad I'm getting some validation now. Yes, (laughs) yes. And, you know, eating with friends is also a really great way to kind of do that and kind of take time to eat. Grab a buddy, grab a friend, sit with someone random at lunch. That's probably embarrassing, but (laughs) but definitely I think using it as a social time is really great. Food really can bring people together. Yeah. And so I've been hearing a lot from my friends, just buzzes around campus about the transition to working with Aramark this year. So what are some priorities that Aramark has for the school year? What we're really looking for is feedback from the students. We really want students to tell us not only how the food is, but when you're on campus and you're looking at the options you have, and let's say your mom had a signature like ravioli dish, and you're like, I wish I could have that. Well, we want to hear that. We want to hear what are your favorite foods that you're seeing or not seeing around campus. Um, If we have a really good meal one day, we want that feedback. We want to do that again. If there was something last year that you loved and you've been missing on campus, we want to integrate that as well. Something that I'm really passionate about is hearing from students who do have dietary restrictions. Is there variety? Do you feel that there are options available? And I mean, that's not just for students with allergies, but that's students with religious restrictions. We're really trying to integrate some more options, like we're including more halal chicken at both of our um, Sadler and Commons facilities. Um, We also have a lot of kosher options available as well for students this year. We want any student to feel like they can have access to those, and they look really good. I was checking them out the other day, and we definitely have a variety, but we want to hear from the students. want to hear what they think about it. College is already stressful enough. If we can do anything to kind of limit any stress, we're here for that. Are there any new stations you're especially excited about? I'm personally really excited about our vegan stations at both Sadler and Commons. I'm really excited about it, even though I'm not necessarily like a practicing vegan. I think that it's a great place to check out. Um, I know a lot of our students will be really appreciative of those stations, but also if you're just looking for a fun way to add more fruits and vegetables into your life, that's going to be a perfect station for you to check out. And then we'll have two True Balance stations, one at Sadler and one at Commons. Um, these stations cook food that omits the top nine allergens, including gluten. So this is going to be a perfect spot for our students with um, allergies to kind of feel safe at. Our staff there, they have gone through special training regarding, you know, limiting cross-contact in food and how to properly store and cook food as well. So they'll be working at those stations and our um, culinary team has done a really great job of making sure that there is a variety there at those two stations. Um, they operate on a five-week menu cycle. We hope to kind of have some students' favorites, maybe some things that they wouldn't think they would have the option to have, but we want them to feel like they can go get it at the dining hall. I love that sense of variety. I love going to, to dining halls and it's just a part of that. I mean, when you live on campus, it's part of that cultural experience. And I love what you said about when you take the time to savor a meal, share it with friends. I mean, you're here anyways, like do it 
in a, a way that benefits your well-being. So what are some of the ways that having um, a better diet and, and the options that you all are providing for us, how can that impact wellness? That is also a really great question. Um, and the key there is overall wellness. You know, it's not just, you know, thinking about physically, it's thinking about you emotionally, thinking about you mentally. One thing that I would love to chat with students about is how's your relationship with food? A lot of people don't realize how emotional food can be when you step out of, you know, your comfortable kitchen where maybe you were in charge of your food or maybe your parents were in charge of your food and you come to a different environment like college, you're kind of thrown for a loop there and you kind of can realize like, oh, wow, like I had so many cultural connections to food that I didn't realize and it's not here. How can I get it here? And so I think that especially focusing on college students, stress and eating go hand in hand. Um, A lot of people use food as kind of maybe an unhealthy coping mechanism. And so kind of what I'm looking more towards starting positive conversations about food. For example, you know, a lot of people are trying to stay away from carbs nowadays, but your body actually needs carbs. You know, carbs make up 45 to I think 60% of your energy throughout the day. Um, So I think in terms of stress, there's definitely that relationship with food. Um, That can be a whole topic. And do you have any recommendations for some of your favorite, like you get the green light to eat these foods when you're stressed or something, like things that you are your go-to's? I would go for maybe a vegetable because you can get something that's high bulk, high volume, low calorie, and something that's really nutrient dense. So it's going to have a lot of vitamins in it. Um, Something, for example, like spinach, you're going to get a lot of really good nutrients out of that. You know, put ranch. Who doesn't love ranch? Throw some ranch on there and just kind of go for that. And it's something that you can feel good about as well. Something really important is to make sure you're drinking water. Sometimes I think at the end of the day, we can be like, wait, how much water did I actually drink today? Maybe that's why I feel so bad. Um, So just kind of sitting down and thinking before making any decisions as well is really good. Are there any common nutrition misconceptions that you find frequently popping up in conversations on college campuses that you could clear up? I think a common misconception that I've heard is that you can't eat healthy eating on campus. Some of our dining halls with the all-you-care-to-eat options, Mm -hmm. I think it can be really overwhelming for students. You know, when you're hit in the face with pizza and french fries and that's all you see, um, you may think, there's no way I can eat healthy on here. My take on that is Aramark has done a really good job of working with local farmers to get fresh produce for the students and I'm really excited for those to be featured again like at our vegan stations and at our other stations as well but my recommendation to combat that is to make your plate as colorful as possible try not to stay towards one food group try a bunch of different stations but we're here to hear feedback from the students and you know I'm here to counsel students if they need any help kind of feeling empowered between all those decisions in the dining halls as well. And, you know, use your resources. Our staff is really excited about our students coming. We're excited about, you know, the new company being here and everything. So just flag down a staff member and they can connect you with either me or someone else who can kind of help you make those decisions. You know, again, you're not alone on campus and ask questions. And I think that's also a really great start. So what do you usually do then as your role as health and wellness manager? Like how do you interact with students? Yeah, what my goal is, is to guide both students and guests to have a safe, healthy and satisfying dining experience. We want to provide food that's healthy, but also it's delicious. You know, it has to taste good. That's really important aspect as well. 
One really big component of what I do is working with our students with dietary restrictions um, and kind of connecting them with our culinary team, figuring out if, you know, they have allergens that are outside the top nine, what kind of foods can we provide to them. Um, Again, I also can work with students just having general dining hall questions. So I really like being out in the dining halls, being with their staff, being with students, but I also have an office that is a private area if you ever want to have a one-on-one counseling session about kind of how to deal with either eating habits or just eating in the dining hall in general. Is there like a magic trick for just making sure you're eating all the things that you need to have? I mean, if if you had the ideal dietary plan laid out, like, is there one (laughs) or what would that be? Right. I definitely think that TikTok, Instagram Mm kind of pushes this idea of there is a perfect diet. And at the end of the day, like it depends on what your body needs. You know, it's not fair to say that there's a universal diet because everyone is so different. We all have different nutrient needs. So from that perspective, you know, it's just kind of figuring out what you like. I think that's really important is to eat foods that you like. But a really simple tip, I think I said it before, is just to make your plate colorful. Um, You know, it's been recommended that you try to make half of your meals fruits and vegetables. And so maybe just add one new one, even if you don't like it, just try it. You know, I want to encourage all the students out there that, you know, with eating at the dining halls, try one new food a week. Um, Even if it looks weird, even if you think that you might not like it, just try one random new food for each week. It underscores that interconnectedness of these things, and especially on a high-stress campus such as this, learning how to manage the stresses that come your way is a big um, cornerstone of the work that we do. Like, it's going to be hard, but how, how how are you managing that workload and managing your stress? And then for that to all come together and intertwine, you know, down to like, yes, the food that you eat, how is that supporting or working against um, physically what you're experiencing? Just such a, so unique to each person. So yeah, yeah. well, we're glad that you're here doing the work that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so how can people get in contact with you either for like a one-on-one counseling session or just general nutrition advice? Yeah, you can reach out to me um, via email is a really great way to kind of have that one-on-one contact with me. Our team is working on getting a universal texting service up and running for our dining halls. So from there, there'll be a number that you can text and you can just text in that saying, I want to meet the health and wellness manager and someone will connect you to me. Um, Also just flagging down any staff member in the dining hall and saying, how do I get in contact with Becky? How do I get in contact with health and wellness? They'll point you in my direction as well. I hope that students can see that I'm here to be in listening ear, and I'm super excited to meet everyone, too. Well, we're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for being here yeah, today. Of and thank you also to our sponsor, United Healthcare, for the support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Holder Sprinkle, and myself, Jenny Hellman-Dollar.